Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, the animal print lady is returned. The stats mistress herself is back for another dose of the Leanti action. Um, there'll be discussions around running. Um, there'll be TV, movies, and games, possibly. Who knows? You will once you've listened to it. Um, there's a video for this one, so jump over to YouTube if you're in in the market for watching a video. Uh, give it a watch while you're there. If you don't mind clicking the subscribe button, uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, obviously, mention it to friends and family as well. That'd be cool. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast up Leanti. Hello, here we are for another episode of Up Leanti. Um I feel like today might be quite short. We are on to podcast number nine. Can you believe that? I've done nine podcasts. Um, if you're still with me, then yay, yay you. Um, your lives must be slightly more or less entertaining than mine. Don't know. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Um, anyway, let's move on. Let's forget about whatever I was trying to say. Um, yeah, so podcast nine. Um, I feel like as each week has gone by, I have even less and less to report on. Um, started off with the best intentions and everything's just drifting. So we'll start with running like we always do. And this is just bad. So I recorded last podcast last Tuesday night um, and then I got up and went running on Wednesday morning which was good it was a good run Um, the weather shifted it was cooler it was actually raining I got soaking wet through Um, but it was a nice temperature to run in no major issues went out did my mile loop and that was it and came back I have not been again since then it's just it's poor poor show on my part um excuse me sorry but as i keep saying i've just i've lost my motivation my incentive to actually get out and run so to combat that i had an idea um there's two things two aspects first one I was thinking, this is something that I've done on a few occasions before, but I was thinking maybe taking up one of the monthly challenges where you are committed to running X number of miles. Um, I have no idea who I've used previously to do this. I've used the same company. You pay £15 maybe and you commit to doing either 25 50 75 100 or 125 I think they go up to might do more miles um, over the course of the month and your £15 then gets you a t-shirt and a medal um, that might be it on proof of the fact that you've run that distance in that month Um, I've done it before and I think I've done the 50 the 75 Um, may have done the 100 not sure I won't say that I have because that might not be true certainly done the 75 miles in a month though um, so I thought maybe if I just signed up to the 25 that would push me to get out 
Uh, it gives me a goal to work towards, which is which is what I need, essentially. I need a goal to be working towards, otherwise I've got no motivation to get out there. Um, given that I'm not actually working towards doing the 10 mile in October, because it feels such a long way away um, in terms of achieve, achievability, if that's a word, um, that I'm not really targeting it. So that is my plan. However, today is the 9th of June, um, and I don't want to start having already lost nine days of the month. So my intention will be to start this on the 1st of July, um, and I probably need to just keep doing some runs to keep ticking me over until then, and then start with a vengeance on the 1st of July, and set myself a target of 25 miles. I could go a bit radical and try the 50, but I'm not sure that my body would be able to keep up with my intention there. So start start with an achievable, realistic target of 25 miles. Um, the other thing that I wanted to do, which I've mentioned before, um, but wasn't in a position to be able to do, is try and arrange to go out running with somebody else and cover a longer distance, but maybe with stopping and starting. I think that is probably now allowable, given the current social distancing rules in terms of um, seeing people from other houses. So as long as you keep your two metres apart, then it's allowed to see other people. Um, and I would have reached out to one of my friends on Sunday to see if they were interested in doing this, um, but the weather actually put me off. It was just tanking it down all weekend, um, and I just didn't bother. Um, so maybe that could be on the cards in a future weekend. Um, maybe even once I've started this in July, we'll see. So that is the new plan, the new running plan. I love it when I've got a new plan because it, it gives me a bit of buzz and pep in terms of I'm working towards something new and does a new new approach. So let's see how that goes. Obviously I'm not going to be able to put it in place for a little while just yet. Uh, I've got a few weeks until July so uh, I can't keep sort of talking about my plan from now until then. So maybe running will be off the cards for a while. Oh, speaking of running, Cookie's been very interested in getting a treadmill. Um, he's got a friend, uh, podcast alum, Stuart Woodmunchy, as he is known on the subtitling. Um, I believe he got a treadmill and I think since Cookie's heard of this and the treadmill has actually continued to be used. He's been very keen to get one. We had a, a longish debate again on this matter the other evening um, and I was trying to understand what makes him think that he would use the treadmill versus going outside because this just it wasn't a concept I was able to get my head around. Um, and I think the accessibility of having it there and the fact that he used to run on the treadmill at the gym every time he went without fail motivates him to well, doesn't motivate him but it makes him believe that he would use the treadmill at home when he does his normal workout which may well be the case um, and I think the more I think about it if we're willing to spend that money on investing in one would I use it um, I've always been I've, I've said this in the podcast always 
been against using the treadmill because I prefer to go outside but it just gives you accessibility to be able to use it at times that you wouldn't go running um, and for me that would be when it's dark or on an evening um, so maybe I would be willing to try it but then if I wasn't using it it's not been purchased for me so it wouldn't be a complete waste as long as Cookie was still using it of course um, so watch this space in that regard. I was even investigating sort of what what the good treadmills on the market were um, to see what would be worth investing in. I'm still I'm still on the fence with it. So um, give us your thoughts. Have you got a treadmill? Have you sort of found the benefits of having a treadmill in your garage or at home or wherever, and you've actually made use of it, or did it become redundant fairly quickly? I'd be interested to know sort of from experience with people so let us know um, other exercise Joe works PE with Joe I've continued to do that um, now that my working pattern has changed um, I've been in less of a position to do Joe four days a week obviously I'm now working so I don't feel like I can take that time out of my working day to complete PE with Joe um, I should be able to in theory because I just make the time up at a later point in the day and it's all good for my mental health to still be able to do it um, but I've done four sessions over the last week uh, I did one on the weekend to make up for a day that I'd missed last week so I don't know it was Friday didn't do Friday Friday is Joe's fancy dress day so I did it on Saturday morning um, so I'm trying to keep a balance, still doing it extra there, making up for it. Um, there was a couple of days, I don't know what was different, but it was so intense and I was just absolutely pouring sweat. It was such a good session, um, probably a bit too good in terms of the amount of effort I put in, but yeah, it was well worth joining in. Um, and they all are worth joining in, to be fair, because it is exercise and activity that I wouldn't be doing otherwise. So, although it's sort of it's a PE lesson aimed at children of all ages I guess it is intense and you work to your own ability so it doesn't matter who it's aimed at it is hard going especially when you're unfit sorry drink time um, so yes four sessions of Joe and then there's been a couple of long walks um, took a walk out with my mum on Thursday we walked to my uncle's uh, an auntie's house, it was my uncle's birthday so my mum thought it would be quite nice for him to see the baby so we arrived there and went straight out into their garden um, spent an hour or so out in the garden just chatting, catching up there was a couple of family members there I've not seen in a while so that was nice um, we were all sort of spread around the garden to maintain our two metres distance um, so that was just nice to interact with people and uh, took the opportunity to walk there and back, managed to avoid the rain. I've been out on a longish walk today with um, one of my baby friends. Uh, she lives around the corner so that's always nice just to check in on my day off and see if she's available for a walk. Uh, we tend to go for a walk around the same time. Anyway, um, so yeah, just nice to have a catch up with somebody. I think that's it really. I don't think I've ventured out very much over the last week or so because of the weather um, I don't think it's very nice for the baby to go out when the weather's miserable 
sort of under a rain cover and gets a bit, especially if it's muggy as well, because then you get a bit steamy underneath. So we've just been hanging out at home or there's been a couple of days where we've just gone for a drive um, just to get around the house, just to drive to the local Costa drive-through. And we're like, yay, Costa is back open. Um, so that is a, a new exciting place to be able to drive out to. It literally takes 15 minutes, but it just gives you a reason to nip out and change the scenery. And you get a coffee from it. And I found, sorry, I'm just on a bit of a rant now. Um, now that I'm able to go back to drinking caffeine, um, I've had a couple of cos coffees from Costa with actual caffeine in. Now, for a long time, um, at this point, almost two years, I have been on decaf coffee. Um, I think I was even on hot chocolate at the beginning. Um, sort of the beginning of the pregnancy, sorry, if you're not sure what I'm on about. Um, and I switched to decaf. Uh, but I've... I've had two coffees, caffeinated coffees from them in the last couple of weeks and I'm not a fan, it tastes quite nasty uh, so I think I'll have to switch back to decaf if I continue to uh, utilise the drive through anyway sorry that was a bit of a digression, I digress, is that the right word? anyway, um, so next on the list is movies, so we've got two movies to mention um, one I watched on, when was this? Friday night, I think. I think Cookie went to go out and join his friends um, or to go and visit some friends in a socially distanced experiment, which I don't think went very well, actually. I don't think he made it to the intended destination. Got sidetracked at Tesco's. Um, but I watched The Nun, which is something... I've mentioned a couple of weeks ago saying that I've seen that it was available on Sky um, and it's something that ever since seeing a trailer for it at the cinema which is must be going back a couple of years now um, maybe more it was something I wasn't going to go out on my way to see it I wasn't going to pay to go to the cinema um, just because I think horror films have gone downhill um, in terms of what I like from them and the enjoyment I get from them um, excuse me sorry um but anyway it was it was something i wanted to catch up with at a point in time that opportunity came to me so i switched it on watched it cookie came into the room a couple of times before he went out and he was like how's your film and i was just like it's rubbish i'm tempted to switch it off which is not something i would normally do i like to see a film through to the end unless i've fallen asleep um, but I wouldn't choose to switch a film off and it was so dark that I couldn't see what was going on so I couldn't see enough to be scared and Cookie was like well, that into the suspense, the tension and I was like it's not it's removing that fear element because I can't see anything um, it was just such a dark movie and I don't know if it was because it was a sunny evening so there's a lot of light coming through the window reflecting off the TV that maybe had something to do with it um, but outside of that factor the storyline was a little bit all over the place and I guess it was just dull the the fear element was missing um, it just wasn't yeah didn't do anything for me so the nun gets 
uh, get a four from me because it just didn't live up to the expectations that, I, that I'd set myself around what it might be. So yeah, four for you, I'm afraid. The, um, the other film that we've watched over this weekend, that's, we watched together, Cookie and I, was on Sunday night and I'm not sure how this came about particularly but it was a film Cookie mentioned a couple of weeks ago that he was interested in watching again um, and I was like oh I'll watch that with you um, so we sat down and watched Dog Soldiers we watched this on DVD so the quality was uh, not the best um, the picture was very fuzzy and I had to ask him whether the reason that the picture was kind of blurry and fuzzy is because it's on DVD and we've got a fairly large TV so was it like stretching the image to the size of the TV because I can't imagine when you originally watched that even though it's on DVD that it was blurry or fuzzy otherwise our eyes would have just been why would that have been acceptable even that came out in I think it was 2002 I looked up and I said to him I said to Cookie I was like guess what year it came out I think he went with 2003 and I guess 2002 I think I was on the money um, but yeah, even a film that's 17, year old, 17 years old, 18 years old, I can't count, um, would it have been fuzzy and grainy? Maybe it would have been, but it's just bizarre that obviously you don't remember it being like that at the time. Was it something to do, Cookie always tells me this, your memories are in HD or something. Um, but anyway, the, the film was, <laughs> it's entertaining, it has its comedy moments. Um, the effects weren't weren't brilliant but they weren't terrible either sort of given the time they were from they got away with a lot um, by not showing an awful lot all of the time um, there was a lot of silhouettes against a foggy backdrop and just moving with like an arm or a, a snarling sort of um, snout through doors and windows and things so they got away without having to show an awful lot there are some scenes towards the back end of the film where you see the wolves in sort of like full full size um, full height of them so you, you see quite a lot of them but again that's not a scary film and the the storyline is fairly apparent even if you remember it as, as you're watching it it's sort of fairly obvious what, what direction it's going to take and what you can read between the lines of what's coming but that was that was entertaining it was easy to watch um it had in which i wouldn't have known this um well i didn't realize this having watched the series i'm about to talk about him appearing in um but it had liam cunningham in who is now probably more well known for his role in game of thrones as sir davos um and I didn't even realise it watching Dog Soldiers. I was like, who is that guy? I recognise him. He's the captain, uh, not very nice character in the film. Captain Ryan, I think, um, was his name. And he was, um, yeah, I'm sort of recognising. I was like, what was he in? So I actually had to look it up. Um, and whilst I was trying to look it up, I was like, I think he was in Game of Thrones. And indeed he was. Um, so yes, yeah, Sir Davos is in Dog Soldiers. But as I say... 18 years ago or probably 10 years prior to the start of Game of Thrones so he, he looks a lot younger um, than he does in Game of Thrones. Um, 
there's a couple of other familiar faces as well um but yeah that was a that was enjoyable to watch it it probably fell into the same category as when i talked about gone in 60 seconds and it it may have been better left in its tiny little memory box at the back of my brain um left in its original hd quality memory um but yeah i had no problems for watching it it was amusing um to say the least so that dog soldiers probably gets a probably a six um and that would have been different back in the day if i'd have rated it back when i'd originally seen it i imagine it would have got an eight or an eight and a half even because at its time it was it was really good um it was a fantastic film it's just not aged all that well and it's a little bit cheesy um but yeah perfectly good rewatch it uh tv so i finished watching the jeffrey epstein um documentary it was only four parts which i don't know if i felt a little bit disappointed because i didn't realize it was only four parts when i was watching the fourth episode um and i think i'd watched some of it and then i went back to it and i was looking to see how many episodes there were and i realized i was in the last one that is disappointing that was a little bit like you ever get it when you're eating a bag of um mega sweets like maltesers or something and you've eaten the last one without realizing that it was the last one i think there's nothing worse than you've got your bag and you reach your hand back in the packet and there's none left and and you were expecting there to be like at least one because you always like to know that it's the last one so you mentally prepare yourself that the packet is now empty don't put your hand back in um so i was disappointed because I could see where we were up to in the sort of timeline of the story and I felt like I wanted the documentary to, to progress further past the point that it then ended, if that makes sense. Um, so a very interesting documentary to say the least. Uh, I know I touched on it last week and saying that the fact that the fact that this dated back so far and the police had so much interest in it from sort of 20 years ago um but nothing had come of that at the time uh it's just mind-boggling really um and then the point at where it ended which was essentially at his death in prison i can't remember what it was it was the only in prison sort of two weeks or something before he was found dead um from assumed suicide because he had a sheet tied around his neck um but i was i was interested or i would have been interested to have seen past that point and the investigation that they actually did into his death and the sort of um i don't know maybe some of the details surrounding that because it was all a little bit odd um i think it, the documentary makes reference to the fact that jeffrey's brother hired uh, a coroner or someone to do an autopsy to check on his cause of death um i imagine he had an autopsy anyway but maybe to double check the causes of death or look into it a little bit further um and there was something to do with the bones that were broken in the underside of his neck which this doctor um was saying i think there was two or three breaks in this particular bone area which he said was very unlikely to have been caused by um a strangulation no 
by uh, hanging from a sheet um, strangulation um, and it was more I don't think they actually said it was more likely but I think it it makes you believe or it suggests sorry I, I can't get my thoughts and words out here um, it suggests that maybe he was strangled um, so could that be murder which is either somebody somebody got to him from the inside in terms of I don't think um, paedophiles are looked on very fondly in prison so either prison inmates got to him or he was paid off by potentially the rich people he was mixed up in some of this activity with um, that he potentially held evidence on and they were worried that that may come to light if if the case went to court and it was like what who might he throw under the bus to get a better deal um, so a lot of questions around his death um, and the reasons for it I'm not sure from what I have heard which is very limited information I would be um, inclined to believe that it wasn't suicide and there is more to that story so I would have been interested to see more um, a little bit after his death but it kind of ended at that point um, and a lot of his victims did not get their opportunity to I'm not sure they wanted to face him per se but I think they wanted him to see them the people that they had grown up into and that they were still strong fighting people um, so they wanted to face him in that regard and they never got their opportunity to show him that or to just have their their bit against him to say what what he did to them was horrible um, so that was a shame from the victim's respect um, so all in all as a documentary it was I use this term loosely but it was an enjoyable documentary it was interesting informative and it sort of it drew me in um, enough to get to the end uh, so yeah thoroughly recommend that it's on Netflix at the moment um, sensitive subject matters so just be be wary if you do decide to watch it um the only other thing i've been watching so i don't think i've watched any mando this week and haven't watched any gangs of london uh, i did check last night just to see how many more episodes of gangs of london there are and i've got two more to watch so i will aim to get those done this week and then i can draw a line under both those series uh tick them off um, my list but I got drawn into watching uh, an MTV series that I quite like called The Challenge I've watched one previous series of this although pretty sure the series I'm watching at the moment is series 35 how it's managed to go on for this long and when it must have started I have no idea um, it doesn't have the back catalogue on uh, now TV it's just got the current series and it is only airing one episode a week I didn't realise this until um, the last episode I watched uh, when it came back up on the screen said the next episode wasn't available until today I think it is it comes out midnight tonight or something so I hadn't realised that I was watching something that I was then going to have to wait weekly for an episode for which I always find frustrating but for anybody who do doesn't know or hasn't heard of it the challenge is a reality style fitness programme um, so each episode features um, a challenge. Hang on, I think the, the, I don't even know how the sh 
how many people start on this show. Maybe 26 people. 13 boys, 13 girls. Could be more. Um, but they start off, they, they all live together. Um, um, and each week there is a physical challenge for which there will be a, a winner or a group of winners from. Depends if it's a, a team game or uh, a single sort of entry person by person game um, and the winners of each challenge then go into something that they refer to as a tribunal. The tribunal is then responsible for, well the losers of each challenge are responsible for selecting one of their housemates and they have a alternating male or female challenge week um, so they are responsible for nominating one of the housemates to go into what is referred to as purgatory um, which is another challenge so there's a group challenge and then each week there is also a one-on-one -on -one challenge and whoever loses that second challenge is eliminated um, so the losers of the first group challenge nominate somebody to go into the one-on-one -on -one challenge and then the tribunal um, they select three of the house members um, that might then face off against this other person in the one-on-one -on -one challenge. Does that make sense? I've rambled on. I'm not going to go back through it again because some of you may have switched off already. I apologise. Um, so it is a week by week. People are eliminated until in the final couple of weeks you just have a group of people and you have a huge final. But these these challenges that the people are taking part in, um, they, they obviously put a lot of money into it. There's a lot of explosions, a lot of... Uh, very sort of physical enduring activities uh, the, the last one I watched they they had to cling on to the side of a moving um, articulated lorry whilst being on a big pulley system and grabbing pieces of a puzzle uh, there was two of them hanging off at once they had ten, piece, ten puzzle pieces to collect between them then they had to scramble up the side of the lorry and put a puzzle together at the top I think they had something like seven minutes but they are very very physical grueling challenges um, and I just find it entertaining um, I should have maybe skipped the end of my story rather than boring you all half to death um, it is a very entertaining form of reality show with a different spin on it you're not just watching people living in a house um, inevitably because you've got this group of people uh, some of them are f sort of famous faces you've seen other places um, but relationships start to form so there is that reality show aspect where people fall in love some of them are already in relationships before they come in um, and some of them some of them pl play a very political sort of game in terms of their alliances in this house and who who they bring into the tribunal and things like that. There's a very sort of political and social aspect to the game in order to progress to the final. Um, they want to bring the right people along with them to keep things amicable, but equally they they also want to get rid of um, the stronger, fitter sort of players in order to make their chances of winning the final. Um, greater I guess a uh, million dollars on the line so that's what they're ultimately buying for anyway if you if you fancy something to watch then catch up on the challenge um, I'm enjoying it so far but uh, I've hit a wall and now I won't be able to get another episode until well as I said there's one tonight but then I have to wait a week each time anyway let's let's stop there let's just take a breath sorry 
So, um, haven't played any games. Uh, again, letting the side down, I'm sorry. I um, don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to recap my reasons why I'm not gaming at the moment. Um, so, just a quick summary on my other stuff going on this week, which is mainly in terms of um, a few calls we've had over the past week. So, had a call with um, my girly friends last Wednesday night. That was a bit of a check-in. There's some sort of slightly scary news from one friend Sky so big love to you Sky thinking of you all the time um, we just ended up having a bit of a chat and a check in that day we didn't do a quiz or anything uh, it's always nice just to actually talk to these people rather than just focusing on doing something like a quiz and actually find out how people are um, then I had a call later in the week uh, Thursday maybe with the baby friends and our babies um, I've said before that's always good just to check in sort of compare notes I think we are planning to meet this week um, and try to do a socially distanced walk so that's another sort of group of people that we can potentially spend some time with and just have some face-to-face -face contact with people I was supposed to see my dad at the weekend I was going to go over and see him take the baby but unfortunately with the weather the way it was it just it, it's not realistic to it's all well and good when the weather's fine and we can sit outside and have our coffee from a flask but if it's raining then or it's windy it's just miserable um, and given that we can't go indoors um, we've had to postpone that so hopefully maybe see him this weekend instead um, but yeah, it was just nice to add more people to the list of people that you can see and actually socialise with. Um, and then Saturday night, we, Cookie and I, we did a group call with our psych Cards Against Humanity friends, so Mike, Sky and Haz, and we played Psych again. So Sky had missed out the week before when we played, a couple of weeks before. Um, so we just did... A quick recap on psych uh, with her I wasn't sure how that was going to pan out playing it again given it's the same group of people sort of same information we have about each other but once again a very entertaining evening um, so if you haven't checked it out yet it's an option in terms of a game to a game to play remotely with a group of people you know so that's psych out with your friends that's just available on an app from your uh, play store on Android or whatever the Apple version is, um, yeah, Apple Store. Um, so yes, I can recommend that to you all if you haven't checked it out in the meantime. Um, so that's it. That's where we are this week. Um, not not huge progress, but um, another week gone, another week done, another week closer to Christmas. I shouldn't say that, should I? That's it, right, I'm going to go because I'm just drifting. I end up just saying words. It is a common common thing in our house that Cookie just zones out on me because I end up saying words and they make very little sense and don't join together to make an actual coherent sentence. I'm doing it again. So, right, that's it. I'm off. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done. 
and uh, another one gone. Uh, YouTube watchers, do subscribe, um, and if you can pass it on and pass it around and get other people to do the same, we would super appreciate it. Thanks. Um, you can jo- check us out on uh, cookiecast.com. We've got a load of social media feeds over there, uh, and you can send us an email. Standing thing is, if you do send us an email, I will read it out on air, or at least one of us will, anyway. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Bye.